two more puzzles two years later, more encryption and confusion than ever before, and an unsolved book. These are the oddities that we'll explore today. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Oddities Explored, a podcast that'll explore something odd each week. I'm trying to come in with a little bit more enthusiasm than last time. I feel like my intro was a lot more rigid, and I was just more uptight than I am this time around. It was my first episode, so, you know, gotta get some jitters out. Uh, This is going to be a continuation of Cicada 3301, my favorite mystery of all time. But before we start covering that, there are a couple things I want to touch up on. Of course, I have an Instagram. It's Oddities Explored, all one word, no spaces. Uh, It's basically my main way of interacting with you guys outside of the people I know personally. I have, I think when I was looking into analytics, 20 people that listened to episode one. And I want to say only six followers on Instagram. So... Uh, Just follow, interact, kind of let me know what you guys think. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the big three. I know CastBox is also one that you can use to host your site. I don't know if anyone here listening uses CastBox. If you guys want me to try and get it on there, just let me know. And now I just want to talk about the amount of support that I had for episode one. Like I said, I was nervous putting this out. This is something that I normally don't do. I don't really put myself out there too much, especially when it comes to the internet. So the amount of support and people saying how professional it felt or how good the content was, it was really nice. Uh, I appreciate all of you for listening, for giving me that feedback, and honestly giving me some more confidence here. This is something that I did not ever really expect to do. Up until about six months ago, it was an ongoing process of should I do it, should I not? I eventually took that leap, and honestly, after how episode one turned out, I could not be happier that I did. I was looking at the analytics, and I had a listener in Germany. I don't know if he randomly stumbled upon it or somebody listening was actually just using a VPN, but to see that alone was incredible. So... Just like I said, the the amount of support is insane in what I was able to come up with. I appreciate each and every one of you for letting me know how much you guys like it. And like I said, just keep offering me that feedback. It really helps me go farther with this in personal development and in just creating good content for you guys. Uh, Let your friends know as well. I have to build an audience pretty much from scratch other than the people that I can tell face-to-face, which, considering I don't want my actual identity attached to the show, is a little difficult. But yeah, uh, spread the word, let people know, see if they're interested in it. It's, uh, I, I, like I said, I just, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I can't believe how well people took to it and how much people loved it. It was amazing. I appreciate each and every one of you. So... Without anything else to really cover, let's dive into Puzzle 2. I want to preface all of this by saying the complexity in Puzzle 2 and 3 are infinitely more challenging than Puzzle 1. Because of that, I really didn't know how much detail I wanted to go into, and I didn't know how much detail was too much detail. 
If you guys get lost in anything, let me know on Instagram. I can maybe make a short on Instagram to cover certain things that are lost, but very complex. It's got a lot more going on with it, so let's just dive in. Puzzle 2 starts 366 days exactly after Puzzle 1 on January 6, 2013, and the following image was posted once again on 4chan. It reads, Hello again. Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. The first clue is hidden within this image. Find it, and it will lead you on your road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, 3301. At this point, users were much more familiar with Cicada's puzzles, so they used Outguess to find the secret message, and it reads, Welcome again. Here is a book code. To find the book, break this riddle. A book whose study is forbidden, once dictated to a beast, to be read once and then destroyed, or you shall have no peace. After a bit of time, the book was actually found to be Liber al Legis, or the Book of Law, by Aleister Crowley. Once the book code was cracked, it's going to lead users to a Dropbox address, and a Dropbox is just a file hosting site. So if you followed the hyperlink, it led users to a downloadable ISO image, and an ISO or an ISO image is a piece of content identical to that of an optical disc like a CD and these are actually files that one would use to make a CD but in order to do that one would need an ISO utility program. So in this ISO file you had three directories one named data one named boot and one named audio. For my notes data and boot are intertwined so I'm going to cover them together and if you initiate the boot sequence, you are greeted with a script of every prime number from 0 to 3301. Now, two numbers in the sequence kind of make that boot sequence lag, and those numbers are going to be 1033 and 3301, opposites of each other. And after this boot sequence, an image of a cicada is shown, and the message, the key is all around you, good luck, 3301, is displayed. Another thing I want to quickly note is that using outguess on the image actually gives 3301's PGP signature. As I covered from last episode, the PGP signature is a way to verify the original sender's identity without giving their actual identity, so we do know that we're on the right track from this point. On to audio, I'm going to play it first and then I'm going to dive in what users were able to take from it. So, from this, users kind of went to work, and they found that the name of the audio was called the Instar Emergence, and was saved as 761.mp3. There was also some data found in the draft spectral analysis of the message, and it reads, Parable 1,595,277,641. Like the Instar, tunneling to the surface, we must shed our own circumferences and find the divinity within and emerge. Now, all this data didn't really make any sense until a user found a Twitter handle made by Cicada, and specifically it tweeted offset zero, skip zero, column 65, line 988. 
And if you use this guideline, one user was finally able to crack this part of the puzzle and find a JPEG of a rune table. And I will link an image of the rune table to Instagram so you guys can look at it. And if you were to use outguess on this image, it gives you a list of tabs and spaces that if you convert to binary and then ASC2, you are given this message. Come to and then a random dot onion link. We will await you there. Good luck, 3301. If you remember, a dot onion address basically means that users were going to get sent back to the dark web. And I'm sure people getting involved with this puzzle already knew that that was going there. Cicada's a big fan of the dark web. They like the anonymity of it. So, users that actually followed it, they were greeted with the image of a cicada using a plethora of symbols and the number 7, along with the message, web browsers are useless here, welcome. Now, like I kind of touched on in episode 1, dark web, you can't really use Google or anything. It's all about having addresses. It's a little bit harder to surf. So users found the site was actually interactive, and once they typed hello, they were given more data to work with, and then users turned the messages into ASC2, and they were given a second message and another .onion link. And it says, very good, you have done well to come this far, that .onion link, good luck, 3301. Following this, I want to point out very quickly that users doubled back on a lot of the data that they already had. But I'm leaving out this part because though it did help advance it, it gets very technical. So I didn't want to get too caught up into every little aspect of it. So that's just one of the parts I kind of cut out. After this, users, they ended up following the second dot onion. And they were taken to the simple phrase, patience is a virtue. And if you checked on the source code, it says, which means come back soon. Now, if this sounds familiar to puzzle one, it should, because this is leading up to one of the biggest parts in the first puzzle. Anyway, the second dot onion was eventually taken down, and it went back up with this message. You already have everything you need to continue. Sometimes you must, quote, knock on the sky and listen to the sound. Good luck. 3301. And this was actually a hint to ping the site's IP address to collect data from it, I'm not sure if I'm putting this into the best of terms, so if anyone wants to correct me, be my guest, but this is just how I decided to distill it. But after the data you obtained, you were given this message. Well done, you have come far, a third dot onion link, good luck 3301. The third dot onion link took users to a site that told them all to stand by for coordinates, just like in puzzle one, and the locations once again were all over the world. But instead of a QR code, users were instead given a phone number and an access code. The access code was actually labeled LM, so when users tried to use the respective numbers on the keypad, in this case it would be 56, it didn't end up working. Once this didn't work, the users finally found a use for that rune table that I mentioned earlier, and converted that LM into 7371, and I'm going to leave out some of the more technical data at this point as well, but after they called this number, it led them to another dot onion link where users realized that they had incomplete bits of data and teamwork was going to be needed for the users, which is something Cicada didn't really want back in Puzzle 1. They expressly concerned that people were working together too much and they wanted them to separate. So this just kind of, it's a little bit different than what Cicada did the first time around. Just a little strange. So at this point, we are given everything we have that is completely verifiable and public. So in the second part of this puzzle, all of this information that I'm going to cover 
this is not data that can be guaranteed to be cicada. So the quote unquote winners at this point were given a test that had various questions asking users to answer with the following phrases, true, false, indeterminate, meaningless, self-referential, game rule, strange loop, or none of the above. The questions themselves were compared a lot to the personality tests that Google gives its interviewees of higher positions to kind of see where they would fit in, in terms of teamwork or different roles for the company. And after this, users were tasked with building a TCP server with certain specifications given out by 3301. I'm not going to cover every single specification because it's like two pages of data and it makes no sense to me, but the entire sequence ended with the servers being pinged about two weeks later, and it was later uncovered that users were potentially sent the following message, and I quote, do not share this information. Congratulations, your testing has finally come to an end. We hope you have enjoyed the vacation over the last few weeks. You will be very busy, now you should choose to join us. There are two hidden final steps, although there won't be any hidden codes or secret messages or physical treasure hunts. This first of these is only honesty, which we have always been honest with you, and we shall continue to be honest with you, and we expect you to be honest with us in return. You have all wondered who we are, and so we shall now tell you, we are an international group. We have no name, we have no symbol, we have no membership rosters, we do not have a public website, and we do not advertise ourselves. We are a group of individuals who have proven ourselves, much like you have by completing this recruitment contest, and we are drawn together by common beliefs, a careful reading of the text used in the contest that would have revealed some of these beliefs, that tyranny and oppression of any kind must end, that censorship is wrong, and that privacy is an unalienable right. We are not a hacker group, nor are we a wares group. We do not engage in illegal activity, nor do our members. If you are engaged in illegal activity, we ask you to cease any and all illegal activities or decline membership at this time. We do not ask questions if you decline. However, if you lie to us, we will find out. You are undoubtedly wondering what it is that we do. We are much like a think tank, in that our primary focus is on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas we advocate. Liberty, privacy, and security. You have undoubtedly heard of a few of our past projects, and if you choose to accept membership, we are happy to have you on board to help us with future projects. Please answer the next few questions and send your encrypted responses to C12315070532100. At gmail.com. Do you believe that every human being has a right to privacy and anonymity and is within their rights to use tools which help obtain and maintain privacy, i.e., cache, strong, encryption, anonymity software, etc.? Do you believe that information should be free? Do you believe that censorship harms humanity? We look forward to hearing from you. So, this message is also reportedly sent to the winners of Puzzle One back in 2012, or at least it's very similar to it. I didn't want to cover it because I felt like it added more to Puzzle 2, more so in the fact that they had that personality test, and it seemed as though there were a couple of questions in there that were a lot like that personality test. So I felt like it fit more here than it did there. And just like that, that's all the information we have on Puzzle 2. And once again, they fall into the shadows. That is until Monday, January 4th, 2014. 
the following image was actually posted on Twitter this time. Hello. The path lies empty. Epiphany seeks the devoted. Lever Primus is the way. Its words are the map, their meaning is the road, and their numbers are the direction. Seek and you will be found. Good luck. 3301. And it also warns against false paths. So at this point, everyone knows the drill and ran the image through Outguess, and this time you had to run a command through Outguess to uncover a new book code. This book code was actually associated with Self-Reliance by Rolf Waldo Emerson, and the book code led users to an onion link that led to a JPEG image that I will post on Instagram. It looks like there's a hand holding a triangle. It's a lot of drawings. There's a finger. I, I, man, it's hard to explain. Yeah, I'm just going to post that on Instagram. You guys can look at it. Strange to look at. But once you outguess that image, it gives you another RSA puzzle to solve. And after you ended up solving that, users were led to another dot onion and were greeted with the first look at the book Liber Primus. Liber Primus is Latin for first book and is a book written by Cicada that remains today to be the crux of Puzzle 3. The second image uncovered was actually labeled Chapter 1, Intus, and included this warning. A warning. Believe nothing from this book except what you know to be true. Test the knowledge, find your truth, experience your death. Do not edit or change this book or the message contained within. Either the words or their numbers, for all is sacred. I'm going to skip over a lot of the intricate parts of this puzzle in which users gather the rest of the pages because they weren't really available together, so users had to do a lot of digging, a lot of code breaking to gather the rest of the book. So the book itself is written in ruins, like the table that we had in Puzzle 2, so it gives that even more of a purpose, but the ruins are only one piece to the complexity of this puzzle. So using the ruins, you can actually decrypt parts, but even after decryption with the ruins, most of the book seems to be encrypted in other ways. So this has led to very limited progress on actually making sense of Liber Primus, even to this day. So to date, only 17 of its 56 pages have even been decoded. Just to remind everyone, this test started back in 2014. We are now eight years later, and we've only decoded 30% of this entire book. So the pages that have already been solved kind of give us an idea of how complex it is, so I want to cover them not so much of reading them, but more so of how they were encrypted. So in the introduction, the very first part of this, after the ruins were used to decode it, two other ciphers were actually used on this to finally get it into something that makes sense. But even then, as bad as this sounds, some of the Fs in the sequence were also skipped over. So it furthers how annoying this puzzle is to solve, because not only are you using multiple ciphers, the ciphers are inconsistent within themselves. This has led many users to be frustrated by the puzzle, and they actually abandoned it entirely. And other users, one I want to cover in specifics, started to believe that the puzzle was too intensive on purpose. The user I want to cover is someone by the name of Nox Populi. And he actually ended up making a great point, saying that he believed that the book wasn't meant to be solved, and I'm going to quote him here, What they were trying to do is get a group of like-minded individuals with certain skill sets together and working on something. And if Lever Primus never gets solved, that's what they made. So maybe throughout all these years, this is all 3301's wanted, right? So past the book, what do we have from 3301 currently? 
Well, back in 2015, Cicada's Twitter released a statement after a cyber attack on Planned Parenthood had the perpetrators claiming to be 3301, and this tweet was actually in a pastebin link and read as such. Some news organizations have recently claimed that 3301 is tied to the illegal activities of a group that has claimed responsibility for the attacks against Planned Parenthood. We do not engage in illegal activities. We are not associated with this group in any way, nor do we condone their use of our name, number, or symbolism. 3301. And the next piece given is back in 2016 in the form of an info tomb link with the following image. I will post this on Instagram as well, but I'm going to read it. It says, hello, the path lies empty. Epiphany seeks the devoted. Lever Primus is the way. Its words are the map, their meaning is the road, and their numbers are the direction. Seek and you will be found. Good luck, 3301. So this is just being used as another push towards decrypting the book that 3301 put out. And since then, they've gone silent. It's been years since a page of Lieber Primus has even been solved. And solvers have just been at a stalemate since. Unless 3301 really gives users more, I don't think any more progress is going to be made. Don't get me wrong, I hope they do. And I hope we end up cracking the rest of this book. And if any new information arises, I'll be sure to make an update, but I just can't see 3301 getting involved anymore. Now, with everything covered, let's go back into the theories. I'm going to recover the most prevalent theory, but this time I'm going to try to use suspected puzzle solvers or experts instead of my own conjecture. So the theory is that Cicada is an underground group like the cypherpunks. They favor online anonymity and use strong cryptology and privacy techniques. Uh, if you remember, I covered someone named Nox Populi, so he actually solved Puzzle 2 back in 2013 and received an invitation from 3301. Apparently, after completing the puzzle, 3301 told him and the other winners to wait, and then they were met with silence. So Nox believes this was going on around the time of the Edward Snowden leaks, so he theorizes that Cicada just didn't want any heat from the NSA, so they stopped responding to everyone just to try and go back into the shadows and not draw attention to themselves. He also came out to say that he doesn't think the group is doing anything nefarious, and he just believes that they believe in the privacy and the freedom of speech. Nox Populi actually has a YouTube channel covering 3301 and the puzzles, so I do suggest heading over there if you'd like to get a little bit more of the mystery. And I want to just throw out that I did try and talk to him about what he thought of Cicada. I sent him a message on Twitter. Uh, he did not, to this point of recording, respond to me. So I don't really have anything else from him other than what he said to everyone else. Now, I don't think this would be fair for me to leave out, but an anonymous user actually ended up posting the following. I was part of what you call 3301 slash Cicada for more than a decade, and I'm here to warn you, stay away. The user explained that he had been in the military of a non-English country and he was actually recruited by 3301. He described them more so as a cult-like group. I'll post the link that gives you the entire post on Instagram. Uh, to the credit of this user, some of the winners of these puzzles have compared the values of 3301 to this post, but none of the public winners have shown any fear to 3301 other than this user. The other theories I want to touch on are the government society and the troll theories. I believe much like the troll theory, these start to fall apart as the other puzzles have been released. Uh, users come together constantly stating a government isn't involved, 
So I've subscribed heavily to the idea of the first theory myself, but it doesn't really line up that governments would run an organization that puts so much emphasis on morality and privacy. Governments have made it clear that they want to know what the public is up to. Not trying to be political, but it's very clear. You have the NSA going through people's stuff. You have other government agencies going through other people's stuff. It's clear that governments don't care about privacy. So on the troll theory, I don't really think I can disprove it, but I can put a lot of doubt on it. I touched on the amount of work Puzzle 1 would have been, and to see the detail of Puzzle 2, it doesn't make any sense for a troll to actually run this game. It's such a difficult amount of work for one person and even a group just for the fun of it. Now, Puzzle 3, on the other hand, contrary to what I just said, Puzzle 3 might offer a little bit of semblance to this. So, Libra Primus, as I covered, very complicated book. So, maybe it was made that way by design. Now, people have been working on this book since 2014, but to no avail for most of it. And this is the easiest way in 3301's history just to waste people's time. I mean, even Nox Populi threw the idea that he believes it's not meant to be solved. So, this is really the strongest evidence I can give to the troll theory. But if anyone has any other idea, I'd love to hear it on Instagram. And with the theories done, I want to call this episode to a close. This has been my coverage on my favorite unsolved mystery on the internet. And I want to thank everyone that's listened to this. You guys have given me feedback and you've given me a lot more of a reason to work on this show even harder. Uh, Man, I've had so much fun with this. It's a dream come true in a weird way to be able to talk about the things that I care about and actually have people listen and say, wow, this is really cool. I've never heard of this or stuff like that. So yeah, I'm going to keep working hard. I'm going to keep trying to produce good content. Uh, Keep enjoying the show and offering me feedback. And if you guys actually have any suggestions on something you want me to cover, give me ideas on Instagram. I already had one person approach me with true crime. I'm not opposed to doing true crime. That's another thing that can be very odd. So, yeah, I hope everyone has a good week, and I will be back next Friday with another episode. Goodbye, everyone.